Hey, Michael. Yes, Morgan. <laughs> Why wouldn't the skeleton go in the haunted house? Because <laughs> he didn't have enough guts. Oh, God. Did I get it? Oh, yeah. Why are all mummies workaholics? Because... They're afraid to unwind, Michael. Um, why won't vampires prey on snowmen? Wait, what? Why won't vampires prey on snowmen? Because they're cold-blooded. They'll get frostbite. Ah. <laughs> why do vampires use mouthwash? Their toothbrushes might accidentally They have bat cross. breath. That one's a low-hanging fruit. Bad breath? Bat breath. Oh, I thought because maybe garlic? No, but they wouldn't eat garlic. <laughs> why do ghouls love to hang out with demons? I don't know why. Because demons are our ghoul's best friend! <laughs> I need you to put air horns there. <laughs> okay, right Start now. the show. scary hello and welcome to bad dad reception whether the critics murdered it or the audiences buried it or the network stabbed it with a knife in the stomach and spilled its guts on the floor we're here to try to make the best of dead tv i'm one of your hosts my name is maniac mike hi i'm morgan hi priestess of the the podcast kitchen table that's us we're here today to talk to you about some more potentially bad tv shows maybe Mm, 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 morgan mm. what are we watching today we're watching um god damn it it's a freddy or a jason (laughs) we're watching a jason we're watching friday the 13th the television series show Mm. limited series we are watching friday the 13th the series mini historical biopic the series it was on for three seasons it was not a limited run Three full seasons, so 24 episodes each, so there are, what, 73 Who episodes. Who was watching this? A lot of people. What channel was this on? It was in syndication, a thing that we've already talked about on previous episodes. Mm, I don't need you mansplaining syndication to <laughs> me. Uh, what year was this? Friday the 13th, the series debuted oh, Oct- yeah. October 3rd, huh. 1987, huh. Ooh. and it ran <gasps> until May 26, 1990. Happy 31st, boo. Oh, 31, 31 <gasps> days in October, oh Halloween. God. Illuminati. Is a Corey Feldman in this? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> There's nobody in this. So it is based on nothing. It has nothing to do with Friday the 13th. Oh, we're not even in New Jersey? Maybe. I don't think so. I think it's in New York. I think it's in Toronto doubling as New York. Mm-hmm. Um, we see you, girl. But so this is produced by Frank Mancuso Jr., who's the guy who produced. God bless you. Who's the guy who produced all of the, uh, like, I think the first four Friday the 13th movies. And then they wanted to make a TV show, but they were like, well, there's not really a TV show in Friday the 13th. Like, what are we going to do? Have Jason kill people every week? Which hey, I, I would have been on board for. And what is what I always assumed Listen, it was. If there's one thing I know about our, ba- our boy, Jason, he hates co-eds fornicating. And there are plenty. I mean, to be fair, he hates camp counselors. That are co-eds fornicating. They're not co-eds. That would mean they were in college. No, it just means that it's boys and girls mixing. 
Well, ed means education. So it means that. Yeah, they're getting their sexual education on. <laughs> okay. Fine. No, so this has nothing to do with Jason. He does not ever appear in the series, never, not even once. Then what? Okay, so we're going to be doing an episode of Friday the 13th, the series that's called, and hear me out, Halloween. I don't get it. Halloween is another movie with a famous serial killer. Who also is a strong, silent type who hates people fornicating. And and wears a white mask. Yeah. But, despite the fact that we are watching Friday the 13th and Halloween, neither Jason nor Michael Myers will be in this episode. Is a Freddy around? We'll see. Who knows? Is a Sam around? Sam from Trick or Treat. Is a Pinhead around? So... Is a Ringu around? So... Is a Samara around? Is a, um, Babadook? A clown? A Chucky? This was my thing. What were you going to say? So, I've seen this show before, but I've never seen this episode. Cheater. Uh, so, do you want to know what the show's about? Actually, Morgan, what is the show about? I want your thoughts. Well, if it's not about Jason, and Michael's not showing up, and no Freddy is here, and it's Friday the 13th, and it's... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to assume that it's not an ongoing storyline, right? Uh, wrong. It is? Yep. What? I mean, it, to an extent, but yes, it is an ongoing okay, story. Okay, I was going to say maybe it was like an anthology show. Ugh, yikes. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> are are we grooming somebody to be a, a serial killer, perhaps? Nope, it has nothing to do with Friday the 13th at all. There's not, there's not serial killers or is anything. Is there anything spooky about it? Yes. Well, fuck me. Okay, do you want me to tell you what the show is yeah, about? I the do, general cause, premise? Because I'm not going to get it. Okay, so the general premise of the show is that there are there's this guy and his cousin that I don't think they knew each other before this happened, but like their uncle dies and uh, they inherit this, uh, they inherit, they inherit this uh, antique shop. And so they go to the antique shop and are like, well, this is a whole bunch of bullshit. And then they just sell everything for super cheap. Oh, uh, we watched this. We watched. Uh, did we watch it? We watched this. We watched an episode of we it. We watched an episode of it. But this. it wasn't the first episode. No. Uh, it, so we're both cheating. It wasn't. It wasn't this episode. I'm just saying. The listeners don't even know what I'm talking about because he didn't let me finish telling the Continue. story. They sell off all of his old junk antiques and then they're like. It's a it's a guy and a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they're like, well, we got rid of them. All those stupid antiques are gone. And then they're like, Handler or whoever this guy is comes and he's like, what happened to all the antiques? And they're like, oh, we just sold them for super cheap because we don't care. And he was like, those antiques are all freaking cursed. Those antiques died 40 (laughs) years ago. Yeah. So they have to go. The whole premise is there's each episode is them going to track down whatever artifact because they're evil. And we see the effects of what that artifact is out in the real world. So it's a fun premise where like each (laughs) each artifact is different. Does it? (laughs) It's not. Where each artifact has a different effect, so each episode is different. But it's the same characters every episode, so it's not an anthology. Yeah, but it's like sense. a monster of the week kind of thing. Absolutely, yeah. Or a, I mean, it's the eighties. The ongoing storyline is not really a thing yet. Like this is before Twin Peaks and before all that. Okay, so this episode. So now we know the general premise, or I've reminded you of the general premise. This episode is called Hollow Halloween. The traditional spelling of Halloween apostrophe E N, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if that changes what it means. <laughs> Why is sometimes it spelled with an apostrophe? Or Stalin. 
Right, but it's not it's not that one. I don't know if that was contributing. <laughs> that was just purely me being like There are other things that we and could this talk is about. another. Um so what do we think it is based in the Halloween? Is it a cursed pumpkin? No, it wouldn't even last. Come on, is, Michael. It could be a ceramic pumpkin. <laughs> Dumb. No, it's gotta be like a, a cauldron or <laughs> A broom, or so it has to be witches. <gasps> Ooh, maybe it's a spooky bone man. I hope. Oh, wait. <laughs> In what capacity would it be a spooky bone man? I just would be. It would be a bone man, like because you know, like uh, doctors have the, their bone men. It's a cursed. So it's a cursed bone s- human skeleton. Yes, and they have to go get that back. What does it do? It murders people. <laughs> That, if this is about them. a killer skeleton, that would be so awesome. Well, that's what I'm I'm gonna hope for, and then but I want it to also talk, and I want it to talk like, but it's gonna be voiced by Vincent Price. <laughs> that was a horrible Vincent. You're Price. a horrible Vincent Price. I was gonna try to do mine, and then I was gonna show you how much Nobody. better it was, <laughs> and then I was like, it. I was like, nope. I'm Hello, gonna... boys and girls. I'm just now doing. You're Bill just Hader. doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which really have. isn't. And Bill Hader is good at impressions, but it's really not, not a very no. good Vincent no, Price. No, because no one can do Vincent Price. You just have to have whatever that weird voice is that he has. He that, That's not even his real voice. No, he's he doing does, a thing. He does the thing, yeah. Okay, so we think that there's going to be... This maybe has been be, Vincent Price. The Price is Right. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> the Price is Fright. Ah, damn it. I can't yeah. do anything right. So, could be Skeleton Killer. Probably not. It's probably something with a little less effects because this is a really cheap show. Uh, cheap show creep show is there something there no uh that's why i'm gonna stick with cauldron okay and it's just a witch's cauldron yeah and what does it do is it gonna be like halloween three season of the witch will there be <gasps> oh, masks no, that masks. kill people yes four more they days to get, of halloween <gasps> yeah they have like they have to get this mask because if people wear it on halloween then it explodes their faces and that's where rl stein got the inspiration for monster Jim blood carry in the mask um mine at least was a different goosebumps book oh can we talk about different goosebumps um what's your favorite goosebumps book? don't look in the basement is it uh is that the one be. where her dad is a like a weird, a weird I think scientist we talked about a mad scientist before. yeah he uh, no he's a botanist but then gets obsessed oh with. so he is a weird scientist weird science um i like the idea of masks so but yeah let's get behind mask Okay, so I get gonna, behind mask. It's going to be a haunted mask. Yes. And what is is it going to be stuck to their face? It has to do something bad. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna glob on to. I'm their gonna face say operate them. Like it's going to be literally the haunted mask. Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be a haunted house. Ha- but h- how? A whole house. How does that happen? How do you sell a house out of an <laughs> antique shop, Michael? Fine. I'm going to say that it's a clock. Ooh, a clock is good. Yeah. Ooh, and it shifts time for people. Oh, <gasps> yeah. If it's not this, we're writing this. And then um, they go back into the 50s and and see little kids with really scary Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. Remember those Halloween costumes that are from old times and they're very scary? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you've never watched, if you've never watched that, if you've ever never seen old Yeah, look Halloween up costumes. like 1920s. That's, that's the sweet spot. I think like Dust Bowl era. Right. Ugh. It's terrifying. It's a nightmare. Like no wonder they gave these kids candy. Because they were scared of them. <laughs> to go away? Yeah. Because it's a threat, like a trick or treat. And I, I would not trust them with their trickery. No, but that was like the peak. That's peak, like Devil's Night Days. Devil's Night Days? Yeah. Um. Cool. 
Cool. Halloween, Friday the 13th, no Jason, <laughs> mask, no Michael Myers. Exactly. Mask, clock. I'm going to keep an eye out for Freddy. I just love that guy's puns. We're, oh, we're going to watch Freddy next week. You guys stay tuned for next week. We're going to be doing Freddy's Nightmares. But for this week, Bitch. we're doing Jason's Not Here. It's just a store that We're sells just borrowing things. this title to get people. It is pretty funny that they were just like, we're just going to call it Friday the 13th. It has nothing to do with it. Do you think it was like a, a John Carpenter situation? Where they were like, where initially when they created uh, Friday the 13th, they no. just wanted to do, so they were going to do Jason first, and then they had a whole bunch of ideas no, for other we, Friday the 13th. You know that they came up with the title first. Sean Cunningham like sold ad space for, for a movie called Friday the 13th, and there was no movie. He just he was just like, that's a badass name for a horror movie. He was like, so we're going to do camp, big spooky monster dude, but really, spook your mommy. But yeah, it doesn't even have Jason in that one. No. But, like, literally, like, he didn't even have a movie. He just, like, got investors because he's put ads out being like, hey, Friday the 13th, it's the scariest fucking movie you've ever seen in your life. That's, like, and it, that's all it was. The 80s were a special time, guys. But isn't Friday the 13th? I can't do the Halloween theme. Isn't Friday the 13th a better name for this show than it is for the series, the Jason series? That's a hard question to ask because the fami- uh, familiarity is with the established series. I know, but I'm saying like... If that it's Friday like spooky th- or off-kiltered kind of... Yeah, I guess. And like it's about cursed things. Like that seems more like a Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th has nothing to do with Jason. I feel like this is infringing on my idea that I want to write. Oh, so we should stop talking about it? Yeah, my stuff. You guys show. forget everything we said. Hey guys, Just- if anybody wants to pick this up and run with it, I have this idea for a show called Stuffed. Are you really going to put it on the air? Uh, And it's uh, a brother and sister have to come back and run their dad's uh, taxidermy shop. But shit's weird. Take it. That's me to you. You guys take (laughs) that. Just take it. It's yours now. I've got an idea for the theme. Come, just hit me up. The theme song? Yeah, I already know what it's going to be. It's taxidermy time. Get stuffed. Gonna get stuffed. Oh. We, we could usually do better, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, what, uh, what was I supposed to do? That's fine. What were we supposed to harmonize? The magic's Stop. gone. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> that was an amazing harmony. If there are any listeners left, let's speak to them. Okay, I think it's time to watch the show. Are let's we going to watch the show? It. Let's fucking watch it. We didn't even, I don't even know. We didn't even it's an hour and a half long? It's just it's just 45 minutes you long. You said it was an hour and a half long. I said it was an hour long show, so 45 minutes you without You said it commercial. was an hour and a half I long. I did not say it was an hour and a half long. Oh my God, is it Friday the 13th in here? All right, let, let's watch this stupid show. Sweet dreams, bitch. <laughs> That's Freddy. <laughs> just in time for the Halloween season, the Cabinet Podcast presents... Tales and other tricks and treats linked to the greatest video game urban legend of all time. It's arcade anthology, Polybius Rises. A Halloween special featuring segments from Two Girls on a Bench, Conspired, Karaoke Big E, Totally Unreal Book Club, and of course, The Cabinet. Subscribe to The Cabinet Podcast to get arcade anthology, Polybius Rises. October 24th on your favorite podcatchers. When the screens go dark, Polybius rises. Trick or treat gamers. 
There are people who think that Halloween is a kid's game. It isn't. The one thing that'll spoil a party is a visit by a ghost. I command you to be gone! And when that ghost is your dearly departed Uncle Lewis... I've come back to undo the curse. You will find yourself facing deadly traps <laughs> and twisted little demons. I've been waiting for you, Jack. Yes, it's a haunted Halloween on Friday the 13th, the series. Tonight at 11 on WXXA. We're back. We're immediately back from watching Friday the 13th, the series. Heckaween. Just kidding. Remember we said the name wrong because it was supposed to be Halloween. I like how you said we, but my first note is Michael fucked up. It's Halloween. So, not me. Well, you. excuse me. I thought that it was called Halloween. Well, clearly you're not producing this well. But so. I, I did not give them enough credit because they came up with the hilarious pun, Halloween, because of it's going to be hello scary. Is this the first episode of the series? No. Okay, good. Because I was making a lot of notes up. Because that's what I thought you said. I thought you said it was the first episode. And I was like, they have no exposition whatsoever. No. This is bullshit. Okay, I said, I'm going to forgive them for some things then. Because what I said is you hadn't seen the first episode because we were talking about what the show was about. And you were saying, I've seen this before. And I was saying, but not the episode that sets everything up. So I didn't know why you why you knew those things. Because it's obvious as you're going through it. <laughs> apparently not from your notes well i mean i know what's going on but if this was the first episode i would be i was getting angry i'm gonna be upfront. i was getting angry at this show well some of my notes include morgan is getting angry at the show <laughs> so i noticed all right all right so i was lying before we did not just watch this tv show for the first time ever peak a, a peak a peak behind the curtain we watched this show last night and it's now this morning because i was tired and very sleepy, and also needed rest. So I took a nap after we watched the show, and then I went to work. And now... It's because that is the effects of this show. It drains you of all of your life force. And not because I was running on three hours sleep over the entire weekend. Anywho... Okay, um, we, we watched it. You know what? It's none of your goddamn business when we watched it. We watched it. We watched it for your stupid, silly buttholes. There's a train in the background, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> I think you're still tired. Well, I've only gotten more this tired. This show opens up on a dumb booby lady. She's wearing a very suggestive costume. No judges. She's in a darkly... <laughs> hey, train, can you, can you keep it down? Just a notch. Yes, we open on cleavage from our... Which, listen, I'm on board. I'm on board for it, but... No, boobs. This lady is terrible. So she is getting... Why? She's... It's our main character. Yeah, she's a terrible actress, and I hate her. First of all, this actress is named simply Roby. Yeah, that's sweet. Let's go to the internet. Hold on. Let's get to the internet. Her actual name is Louise, Louise. and Beatrice Fiona... Roby. Is that true? Yes. And Louise and Beatrice? Fiona Roby. Yes. She's a Quebecois, so that makes sense. Um, and she's most known for being on the show. So what has she done to entitle herself to one name? <laughs> 
uh, beyond this show, that's all you need. If you were on a TV show, you could start going by whatever you wanted. I hate it. I hate it so much. Okay, so she's getting ready in a darkly lit room for you, clearly a Halloween party. What? You already missed the beginning of the show. Oh, the opening credit sequence, which reminds me of Amazing Stories, and I'd rather be watching that show. It does kind of remind me of Amazing Stories, but mostly just because it has bad 90 CG or 80 CGI. And the, the uh, scoring. The scoring throughout this entire show is actually pretty atrocious. We'll get to that, too. <laughs> it's a notes. very, very cheaply made show. But um, it goes through. You're not even going to explain what it, it is? It goes through. The, we already talked about they own uh, an antique shop. Yeah, with, but we didn't talk about it going through the antique shop. Oh, my God. Nobody cares about that. Absolutely on, nobody cares. It stops on a empty glass thing. And then it says Friday the 13th, the series, and then it's like a magical sprinkling dust. I'm really glad we stopped down for this. So, Roby, she's in her room. She's a, a wench or something. and She's a witch. Okay. That's a poor excuse. And, and it's like we're clearly seeing that there's somebody else in the room because we're getting voyeuristic shots of her. She's looking in the mirror. And then we're like, what's going to happen? And then she starts to leave the room and there's like a privacy screen up. And then something happens behind it. And then she walks towards it and it falls on her. And there's just like a dead body there. And she thinks, I forget the other, the cousin's name. His she name thinks, is a thing I wrote down. Her name is Mickey. Okay, whatever. And his name is, I want to say Alex, but I need to confirm for everyone. Continue talking and I will confirm. Uh, we're going to say it's Alex. Okay, so Alex, she's like, Alex! And then the body's just like kind of there catatonic. And you're like, oh shit, there's a dead body in here. And then really played out well here, guys. We really held for timing. Alex comes out behind her and he's like, ha ha, you're dumb. And then clearly it's a friend of his that has been set up as a body i'm glad we're talking about this anyway they leave the room and go downstairs to the party which is in the antique shop so they have this huge new england style halloween party going on downstairs which actually looked pretty dope i would go there his name is ryan really yeah okay we're gonna go it took me a while to find it his name's alex um, by the way, I wrote down on several, I like made notations on his appearance throughout this entire show because every time he'd look a different way, I'd be like, no, he looks more like this person. But what I eventually came up with is he's a combination between Mark Paul Gosler, Dustin Diamond, and Judge <laughs> Reinhold. So if those three people <laughs> melted together, that's what this guy looks like. Oh, he looks like the guy from Return of the Living Dead and he's in other movies, but I can't remember what his name is. Cool. Anyway, I um, like him. I think he's a good lead. I think he's fine. I think out of everyone, well, in the other I think guy, everybody's good. She's not a good actress, Michael. She's very bad. Also, what is that accent that she was trying to lose? Yeah, but she's like trying to lose it halfway through. It's not consistent. Listen, but when it's you there, don't know it's how very hard strong. it is to shake. Uh, listen, I know Celine Dion better than the rest. Anyway. We're very, we're very close. Also, it was really bothering me because she looks like she's 40 years old and he looks no, like she's 15. No, she doesn't. Um, so we're going downstairs and then the other part of this equation, Jack. Jack. Jack, who co-runs the store. He's like he, the adult in the room. He, he was the like the friend of their uncle that ran the shop with him. So He used to be an adventurer. The backstory of this, which is going to play out some frustrations for me later so let me just say this up top i know we kind of talked about this yesterday or just uh before we watched it okay um so the two cousins somehow were bequeathed this antique shop correct in the 
recent death of the uncle, I assume. Just happened. I mean, when the series starts. This is like the fifth episode. Okay, so very recently. Yeah. Very recently, their close, close uncle. No. Bequeathed them. No, he's like an estranged, weird, mysterious uncle. Okay. So the family doesn't really know this uncle. Well, they don't. He's like a weirdo. Nobody liked him. He's a bad guy. Okay. Does right, that help? Maybe, Does that help you? Maybe ex- it helps my explain, frustrations a little later. Explain the rest of it. Like he did it as like a fuck you to them. Like here's my antique store. Deal with it. To these children, he doesn't know. It's his niece and his m- nephew through marriage. Okay. Anyway, I don't. This is all too much for me. <laughs> so we go downstairs to see what's happening with the party, and then we land on Jack, who's dressed up like creepy, gropey Merlin. Who's with two... He's being creepy, gropey, Marlin. He's with two buxom ladies, um, and he's pulling plums out of their cleavage. Anyway, Well, you so- didn't even explain, and what he says, he says, oh man, I didn't write that one down, but then he's, and then the second thing he says is, and this must be your bosom companion, and then he reaches into a cleavage and pulls out a plum. Oh, we're all laughing. Um, okay, so the spooky guy from earlier, the friend of Alex who was playing a dead body is roaming around with a friend what well you didn't say what why they're having the party it's halloween (laughs) well yes that is an important part of it they're having a party to like make the neighbors like them because their uncle was such a dick they were like man we gotta throw a party so that our so that all the neighbors around here think that we're cooler than he was because we know how much they hated him and we want them to like us so we're gonna throw this really cool halloween party and everybody's gonna like us well Good intentions. Morgan wasn't paying attention to that part. I was really... This... I can't... I hate this show for so much. For so much. Um, Also, Ryan had a spooky mask on the back of his head. Okay, yeah. The spooky mask was pretty good. It was like a demon and eyes were glowing. But he never even wears it. But I was like, (gasps) demon mask. I bet that comes into play. No, it looked cooler because it was on the back of Ryan Alex's head. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so spooky guy from before who's playing the dead body has a friend and they're roaming around places that they shouldn't be going. They're going downstairs. And there's clearly... The vault. Clearly, they're not allowed there because that's where all the spooky enchanted things are. So they didn't sell off all of the enchanted things. No, just just like a lot of them. And plus, that's where they put the ones that they find. Okay. Well, have we been introduced to the it's thing like, we're about to watch? It's like the Ghostbusters ghost chamber thing. Yeah, I get that. But I thought the premise was they sold off everything and they got to start from scratch to get it back again. Well, I think they sold off most of the stuff. Oh, my God. How could And they might have got back a lot of it in the all meantime. Right. Okay. But cool. what I was thinking was going to happen is, did, did you think that this is what was going to happen? Was that they were going to accidentally open up the vault and then all of this shit in there is going to take over the party? Yeah, that's what I was actually, that was, that was what I was thinking. That was a great opportunity for something to like, because yeah. it would have been great to have, you've got a, a house full of people, jam packed, things, they get trapped there and then weird shit goes down would be great. But that's not what happens. It does not. <laughs> so spooky, creepy guy and his friend are roaming around where they shouldn't be. And then they decide to pl- play a prank where they turn off the lights. And then the party goes, oh, my God, the power's out. This is scary. And then they get to turn back on again. And the fuse blows. So that sucks. Um, and then they start poking around with some of the artifacts. And then uh, the spooky dead guy sits in front of a crystal ball. Okay, who had crystal ball? You did? No. Nope, I didn't. Nobody okay, cool. well. We all lost. Um, but he said, I don't know, but if it had three holes in it, I could bowl with it. Cute. Anyway, so he sits in front of it. <laughs> Which I mostly just thought, like, is he being dirty? But I think he was just talking about bowling. Yeah. 
No, he was. I'm just saying, like, that sounds dirty. Mm, it sounds like somebody else is being dirty. My head did not even go there. Mm. So, um, this isn't Skinamax, Michael. Anyway, so he sits in front of this ball and then says, not incantations, he's just, like, talking to it to be like, what does he ask it? Yeah. He's, what he, he says, asks let's it? Condra Elvis. Oh. Because it's the 80s and it's still hilarious. Oh, good. Um, anyway, the ball starts to listen to him, though. He does not, it does not conjure Elvis, but it does, uh, start being swirly and green and... Yeah, it gets upset. A a fog machine clearly is set behind it, and I can almost smell the maple syrup smell (laughs) of the fog... Juice. ...solution. Um, okay, so they done fucked up, and they go to leave the vault, and then... Alex Ryan is like, ugh, I gotta go downstairs and fix this shit. And he goes down and he catches his friends doing mm-hmm. bad shit. And he's like, I, I thought, I thought I told you not to come down here. And I thought that he was gonna be like that. I thought he was gonna be pissed. Like, I fucking told you, because they have a sign. Mm-hmm. They have a sign and it says, do not enter. This means boo. Because it's Halloween. They have a specialized Halloween sign. I hate everything about this. <laughs> But uh, so I thought he was going to be super pissed at them, but he's just kind of like, guys, come on, get out of here. I told you guys not to come down here. Come on. See, there are so many opportunities for conflict or to like raise the stakes within the show, and they don't seize on it, and I hate uh, it. Really? Then what happens next? Because I thought that the entire fucking ceiling started collapsing on the guests. Not really. Yeah, really. It, it does. cracked a little bit. They left. And it fell. It's- okay. Anyway, so let's get to it. So Alex fixes the fuse. He goes upstairs. But what happened with the crystal ball is it really opened up a portal to the other side. In mm-hmm. quotations. Um, and then it sounds like I thought it was like maybe like the. Um, We need to throw some sound effects in here. What do we got? Or did they shoot up to this point and they didn't know what was going to happen, is what it felt like to me. They uh, hadn't finished horses? writing the script. Um, oh, this is an improvised show. I feel like maybe. Okay. The ceilings, like things, weird shit's happening. Poltergeisty type things mm-hmm. are happening. So the guests are like, no, okay, cool. I'm going to leave. I don't want to be here for this. Yeah. And so they, they leave. They're like, oh, you're just like your goddamn uncle, you freaking little pieces of crap. What a bunch of dicks. And then, so Jack is like, I got the solution. I'm going to draw a pentagram around my desk. And I was like, wow, we, we resorted to to some satanic shit real quick. Yeah. But I guess a pentagram isn't really satanic. It just is part of which. Yeah, part. you're being really close-minded right now. Okay, so. He says that they threw out a psychic line and something caught it. Uh-huh. And that thing that so, caught it. Why? So, okay, I'm confused. Did the pentagram help bring the thing in or was he trying to close up that? portal i think he's closing it okay well he didn't do it right then well he's not very good anyway so um he says it's the one night that spirits of the dead can roam free i guess apparently is the rules in friday the 13th the series is no that, that i mean that's a halloween rule <laughs> that's it, a general that's ha- not that doesn't, this happens all the time yes this isn't don't give them that credit that's dumb that does not belong to them. This is part of Halloween sure lore. No, it. Halloween. Mm, this, that's the basis of it. Is this is when it's the veil is supposed to be the thinnest. And are we sure there was Halloween before 1987? I fucking hate everything that's happening right are now. We, are we positive? So Jack goes outside and he's like sweeping up, which I feel like this has got kind of a Bostonian kind of vibe or a Massachusettsy kind of vibe to it. It could be, or New. It's just New England. It's very nondescript. Actually, I'm going to look up where it's actually supposed to be. It's obviously filmed in Canada. Yeah. 
Uh, that's how they got Roby there with her boobs. Um, so yeah, okay. So Jack goes outside. Roby and uh, Brian and Alex Mickey. doesn't matter. They're inside cleaning up, and um, Jack goes outside. He's start- I've said that like seven times. So he's like, does Jack? Does he go anywhere? He goes outside. Inside. Oh, outside. He's got these giant pumpkins outside that I'm very envious of. They are crazy huge. They are like six feet tall pumpkins in the front of their house. They're not that tall, but they are probably like 400 pound pumpkins. But they're not real pumpkins. They're decorations. But within, yeah, that's fake for the show, but it might be (laughs) supposed to be like real. People get those kind of pumpkins. Okay. They're like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Richie Rich is over there getting their big ass pumpkins. So he's out sweeping and kind of just cleaning up um, from the fall to all. And he notices there's a uh, little girl sitting on a bench in front of the shop crying. And I thought, obviously, uh, don't talk to this girl because uh, she's clearly ghost girl. But he, he talks to her. Well, I mean, she definitely seems creepy. She's creepy, but and she's like in period clothing, which I know could be it's a Halloween. costume and it's Halloween, but I was like, it's going to be a ghost girl. So that's what I write down first. Everybody yeah, following like, me, I write this down first. Did you say, I can't find where it's supposed to take place. I have no idea. Mystical, magical land. Did you say that she said that she's like, I can't find my mom. I was getting to it, but okay. then you were interrupting me. So she tells Jack that she cannot find her mom. I think I already covered this. And she's very sad and she's crying. And Jack then takes the hand of a little girl that he does not know after he was groping women beforehand <laughs> and takes this little girl out into the dark. Yeah, it was like... I'm like, call 911 at this point. This is maybe not the best idea. Bring her into the shop, have her call home. Like, that's how you handle the situation. So he goes off into the dark with this little ghost girl. Back at the shop, some weird shit starts happening. We start to see... Um, spooky fog rolls in from the fog. basement. Then we get to see the veil is thinning and a spooky shape starts to emerge and it's a hand and it's a hand and then it's a full man and we find out it's uncle lewis <laughs> it doesn't just end up being a hand unfortunately no it would have been way better there's just a creepy hand trying to strangle people and then maybe it could come out of the television and then strangle me so i wouldn't have to finish watching this show anyway so lewis uncle lewis, uncle lewis. is back from the dead. The beyond. Well, he's still dead, technically, because he's still a ghost. Fine. And then he's just like, uh, sorry, I left you so much shit. I'm cursed, and I've left a curse, a mark on this world, and it's all my fault. Well, it was me. And then he's, like, really playing into um, their emotions. Yeah, he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I wish that I had lived a better life. I'm, I was a piece of shit. I'm sorry I'm here to make amends. And they're like, immediately, they're like, oh, we believe you, Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack. Uncle Lewis. Yeah, see, you don't even know. It's a bunch of white people. Who cares? So Uncle Lewis. He's like a character actor. Yeah, he is. He looked familiar to me. Yeah, he's apparently. I already looked it up. He's He was a big Western star in like the 50s and stuff, but he's just a character actor in the 80s. Okay. A a ton of shit. Glad we narrowed it down. Um, Character actor, ton of shit. You've cool. seen, you seen this guy. He always he, plays bad guys. Hey, you've seen him. He looks like a bad guy. Anyway. You don't trust him immediately. Uh, we don't. He reminds me of a human version of the rat slash cat in American Tale. 
Yes. So uh, he's like, hey, guys, uh, I need to show you something behind this bookshelf that you think is a bookshelf slash wall. But really, it's a faux wall. And there's a secret spooky room behind it. So they go in there and then there's a dead lady there. And he's like, this was my wife, Grace, and she was killed because of me or I murdered her. But not really. I only murdered her through my ambition. Right. And then I was, this is when I was like, they know Uncle Lewis, but they don't know their fucking Aunt Grace, because they're like, you had a wife? Yeah, but I now, told you, they're estranged, they don't yeah, know Yeah, that's him. what I'm saying, now it makes more sense. Yeah, and I don't also, need your attitude this morning. wait until later in the episode, we know he's a freaking liar. Shut up, these people don't know yet. Let's okay, build some suspense. So, a thing this show does not do. Continue. This, I did not... I must have been taking notes when they went through a secret passageway, because I don't remember that part. And I thought, and maybe even have it in my notes, I was like, is this like, is he like the ghost of Christmas past? And he's like, and this was my wife. Well, later on, they're banging on the wall to let them out. They're banging in this episode? Probably. That's the way that Alex Ryan looks at his cousin. I was like, calm down, brother. Um, um, it's really gross. The, meanwhile... The little girl is dragging Jack all around town. Yeah, and Jack's like, clearly time is transpiring. He's like, Jesus, I think we walked around the entire fucking town at this point. Where's your goddamn parents? she's like, parents? no, no, no. Just come on, follow me just down this dark alley. And this is when I wrote, mm-mm, not ghost. I mean, we knew she, immediately this was not going great. She's a vampire. That's what I wrote here. She's a vampire. And I was like, she's going to be a vampire. There's no way you would guess what this what this pr- young child is. Okay. So, and then, there at one point... Uncle Lewis says that he sold his soul, mm-hmm. which makes sense later now. Okay, that's why I wrote that note. Uh, bah, bah, bah. He also says he only has one night to set things right. It has, Correct. He has to get it and done that, tonight. Um, that Mickey and Alex Ryan need to go find this amulet from the vault. The amulet of Zahn? Steve Zahn's amulet. Oh, I, love, I wish Steve Zahn was in this. I mean, Steve Zahn does make everything better. Um, so they're like, you know what? Everything you says, right on. Understood. Cool. Copy you. And they go and they go look for the amulet. Okay. This is what But again, learned. this is another one of those moments where you're like, obviously don't do that. We as watchers. Yeah. Um, they're just like, Okay, let's get him the amulet. I'm sure it's for only good things. Oh, okay. So, uh, this is uh, a little out of order. So, we find out finally. Little girl puts Uncle Jack in this really secluded area of an alley and is like, Haha, not a little girl. Surprise, bitches. I'm a demon lady. But is she? She's yeah. just a little person. She's a little person, but they say, uh, I, there's so, I was like, I wrote down little girl is a demon, you should have guessed. And then at one point I'm like, well, maybe she's a witch, but they definitely say later that she is a demon. Do they? I they just, Jack, keep, they just no. keep calling her derogative names for a little no, person. No, because Jack, yeah, they, they use some very callous names. Um, but Jack says, you need to get, get the demon and then calls her the M word. Anyway, randomly there's like a jail cell that comes out of nowhere and the yeah, demon like i don't even understand how it works i don't understand what's and happening first here. of all those bars are so goddamn far apart i was like jack you can walk through there just suck it in mm, buddy jack's a big dude he is big he could suck it in um she's like haha you're in jail okay bye she her name's greta by the way and she and uncle lewis i need to say right now are my favorite part of this show she is great i want greta the demon and uncle lewis the terrible warlock to be a show if they were this show oh spoilers i'd be on it a terrible warlock uh whatever it doesn't matter we're gonna get to it somewhere around here i said no 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 mark paul gosler dustin diamond judge ryan holt and brent spiner so um 
Prince Boyner, maybe, but like a more charismatic Prince Boyner. So, uh, he gets the amulet. Yeah, and it he looks becomes, like a bunny. I guess. It looks weird. It okay. looks like a rabbit. <laughs> it turns him corporeal again. Uh-huh. You know, he's a human, mm-hmm. I guess. And he was teaming up with Greta, their team. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, I'm, ro- I'm rooting for these two. And then they say, Ryan, Alex, and, and Mickey say that he he set us up. He knew we had soft hearts. Again, I don't care about these fucking people. And I'm rooting for this demon to eat their heads. He took he took advantage <sighs> of their their natural wanting to believe in their uncle. Okay, so as Jack is trapped in this weird at back alley jail thing, these two guys who at first I thought they were like netherworld people, but I think are just regular hick drunk they, people. They roll up blasting heavy metal. They're like, and they've got like zombie makeup on. Yeah, it is weird. But then you're like, oh, yeah, it's Halloween. But I was like really hoping that they were netherworld people to like keep an eye on this guy and just kind of torture him. No. Which would have been fun. But that's not what happens. They're just they just they're just like, hey, we can help you, and then they do, and then that's I'll, not at all what happens. Yeah, they break down the thing with their truck. That's not what happens, though. That's not the premise. Okay, go he ahead. the the zombie guy is like trying to is like, well, look at you, fat old man, stuck behind these bars. And then Jack, being wily, is like, I bet if I get these people to break down and want to come fight me, they'll break down the bars. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens is they they go they hook up a chain around the truck to break open the bars because they want to fight Jack, not to help him. Well, to help him so they can fight him. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so, he break they he break they break down the the ugh, they break down the <laughs> jail cell thing, and then he says, "Free as a bird, but I'm no turkey." Oh yeah, and then he throws his like fake magic stuff and he's like <laughs> smoke bomb disappear. Anyway, so we learn around this time that lewis aka ethan rains is a dark sorcerer dude there to just stir up shit and he has a very he has a finite amount of time in this corporeal form on this planet uh he has until sun up to find another body to inhabit but it has to be a body you know the rules that hasn't died from a violent death it has to be something that died of a natural cause or just a peaceful death not being murdered. Which I would assume is a natural cause. Well, there are other ways to die. How, what's another peaceful way of dying without it being natural? Um, Of love. That's not even a thing. Okay, so they, so Lewis and Greta take off in a truck. Or, uh, no, they take off in a car. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what kind of car they're being. <laughs> it really are doesn't Are you writing matter. down? Okay. I didn't um, write down that they even went in a car. Yeah, they, they took off with a car that is, I don't know if it's Jack's or just like the, the their collective car. Um, and I, I forgot to say that at this point, Mickey and Ryan Alex are stuck in that hidden room behind the bookshelf. And they're right. trying to get out and they can't get out. And then finally, they find a way of breaking out of it by punching through the wall. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know how they get out here. <laughs> so they finally are like, we got to get to him. And they find like all of uh, Uncle Lewis's like books and stuff left out. And they're like, oh recapping everything we just heard from lewis that he needs to find a corporeal form that Mm -hmm. needs to be anyway and then (laughs) this is maybe it's just because this is my problem it's my problem isn't with the actress my problem is with the character itself mickey's written very flatly there's nothing to her character other Mm -hmm. than just being a pretty woman there and that's why i think i get so angry because her suggestion is like well where do we find a dead body a graveyard Oh, but they're going to be really decomposed, which the obvious answer would be like, we'll go to the city morgue or something. And then it had to be Alex Ryan to be like, oh, the morgue, we need to go to the morgue. And she's like, oh, I'm so stupid. Of course, the 
Jesus Christ. Well, the cat just, the cat does not enjoy this podcast. I can't believe he didn't spill your coffee on your computer. I can't believe he just knocked, he didn't knock over my computer or rip off the the microphone. So anyway, Alex Ryan's like, we got, here's the, the, the morgue. Let's go here. And then of course, that's where Lewis and Greta are. They're at the morgue. Duh. So they're like going through all these open slabs and they're finding so many violent deaths. People's faces smashed in. Clearly, uh, accidents. Yeah, it's pretty and Yeah, it's pretty cool. And you didn't say that before they get there. Uncle Lewis and Greta show up and Greta's like, do you want to be a man or a woman? And he's like, I genuinely don't care. I just want to be a human again. Yeah. And I was like, way to be open-minded, Uncle Lewis. Yeah, see, again, Uncle Lewis, good. The rest of these hokey pokies, bad. And it's not really even played for a joke. He just is like, I really, I really don't, care. don't care. I This is my this is what i have to do tonight but yeah there's nothing again i just want lewis and greta's story this is the part where i wrote down that jack is trying to get i guess he's trying to get to the mortuary i don't remember but then oh, yeah. all the trick-or-treaters no. surround him yeah this was creepy because especially because it's this we've already established that there's two hours to set up so these kids are out until four o'clock in the fucking morning <laughs> jack's trying to get back to the house um, and then out of nowhere, a huge mob of trick-or-treaters are like, trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat. like trick or running treat. around him and like, like screaming in his face, trick-or-treat, bitch. And I was like, this is where we need to be living. This is, this is interesting. But he goes back to the house and he finds a note from Mickey and Alex Ryan that I didn't say they wrote to say, hey, Jack, Uncle Lewis is back. Yada, yada. We're down at the mortuary because he's finding a body there. Okay. Bye. Kisses. TTFN. Mickey and Alex Ryan show up at the morgue and they're kind of sneaking around. Oh, I forgot to say, this is the thing that one of the things that made me really angry. Yeah, I, I was going to say, this is where I said Morgan is getting really upset with this show. Okay. So, um, Lewis, I, where are the people who are working this thing? We're just assuming they died. They get, they got murdered by Lewis who? and Greta. Who, who works at this place? I don't know. It's closed. That they don't close those things. People die all the time. They're open 24 7. Not this one. It's Halloween. Well, then explain what you're treating. Then explain what happens next. Because they were out. So Greta and Lewis go out on the loading dock because they're like, we need a fresh body that just comes in. (sighs) So a hearse rolls up and drops off a like a very expensive casket and says, this guy just came over from Metro City Hospital. That's not how you transport a brand new body to a mortuary. This guy needs to go to the funeral home. Like, or they get buried. Give him a casket to go right around in. No, uh, he would be showing up in an ambulance and like a body bag or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Lewis picks up the guy. The driver gets out and he's like telling him where this guy's from. And he's like, well, wait a minute. You're not my regular mortician or fun- not funeral. Whatever this place is. You know, the guy I, who works here. I said that it was a mortuary, not the morgue. Or, But a mortuary even. You wouldn't have this beautiful casket transporting a body. No, but it is different. And it wouldn't show up in a hearse. No, of course not. It goes away in a hearse. That makes no sense. Anyway, they smashed this guy over the head with a big old box. That was pretty amazing. Again, Lewis is, Lewis is great. Um, so Mickey and Alex Ryan show up and they're sneaking around. This is when I was just like, whatever, I don't give a shit about this anymore. Uh, da, da, da. So they have Lewis, a seance. Yeah. So Lewis, this new body is perfect. So Lewis is like, this is the body. Let's start uh, doing our ritual. So this is when I was like, I think maybe Greta is a witch because she starts doing kind of witchy stuff. And then we, she notices, they both notice that Mickey and Alex Ryan are in the mortuary kind of fucking around trying to mess up their shit. And uh, Greta, they, no, they devise a plan, right? Mickey and Alex Ryan. 
Alex is like, we got to break this up. And then they're like, but what about the little person? And then Mickey's like, I'm on it. So she like goes and walks into their ritual and she's like, oh, sorry. And then runs out and then Greta goes chasing after her. Mm -hmm. So that way Alex Ryan can come in and fuck up uh, Lewis's flow. Uh, Greta puts uh mickey into a trance and then levitates her body and yeah, I'm like, it's pretty definitely rad. i was like this is pretty cool she's definitely a witch got it we thought she was a ghost then she we thought she was a vampire then we thought maybe something else and then we're <laughs> like witch got it morgan thought those things um and then something happens with lewis and i don't know what happened here with lewis and i don't know everybody gets caught they're locking people into vampire caskets no so this is pretty cool so greta gets a hold of alex ryan too and puts him into a trance and she puts them into she brings them into the crematorium which i don't think this is how they do it i don't think they put them into like a birchwood casket to light it on fire to kill them i don't think that's how that works i mean i couldn't say one way or another i don't think that's but how they works. do look like vampire caskets not like regular yeah they're like not stained birchwood and caskets the design of a vampire casket like you know like uh michael goes, already told you she's not a vampire i thought she was a vampire i'm saying why do they have these kinds of caskets but she puts them into this trance and they climb into these boxes it's pretty creepy and then she like locks up the caskets and then she fires up the kiln and then there's a conveyor belt just right. like bringing all these caskets and into she does it. the james bond murder where she's like and now i'll put you on a conveyor belt for a very long yeah. time oh it's gonna take forever for this to get to the fire you're gonna be here a while so jack is there finally to show up and and fuck this all up um a good way i like that he's just there to fuck (laughs) i mean if we've learned anything about jack he is ready to go um (laughs) lewis is like jack what are you doing and he's like jack's like i gotta stop you and then they start shouting bible verses at each other sure again side note so lewis is like this he's clearly working with the demon he's uh, really rooted in the dark forces and maybe it's just like a grand gesture thing that you do but he was like talking to the ceiling like to god the entire time Mm. for this resurrection of this person or for him to inhabit this body right what's that all about i don't know who cares oh no before this happens sorry jack sees the rituals going on and then he hears some shuffling in the the crematorium because uh-huh. he goes and rescues them, which again, this is a problem. But Greta said before that, Greta says, "I gave them a warm welcome." Oh yeah, she goes back into the room after she sets them up for a certain death and says, "I gave them, I gave those two guests a warm welcome." Again, Greta, amazing, yeah, she's five the best stars, part. love her. Anyway, this is taking <clears throat> forever. The here, but hold on. Okay, so Greta is has entranced both of them. So Jack pulls uh, Mickey out of first and she's like in this deep trance and he slaps her around and then she comes out of it. But what's his face is fucking not in a trance anymore. Mm-hmm. He didn't need a slap. See, again, maybe there's like something going into my subconscious with the way that they treat Mickey. Yeah, it's probably not great. Anyway, I hate this so much. Um, it doesn't matter. Lewis gets thwarted. Good wins the day. Well, you didn't even say any of this stuff, but... Greta is freaking throwing chairs at them with her <gasps> mind. Oh, yeah. Greta. Okay. So there's a battle. So while Lewis and Jack, Jack is like, I'm going to take on Lewis. I'm going to, this is my job. I need to bring this down. I should have brought this down a long time ago. So you have to take care of demon lady, Greta, who's right. amazing. So they, they corner in this room and she's like throwing shit. She's doing some fire starter ship without fire, just ESP, <laughs> telekinesis, whatnot. Starter shit. Um, and then this is really sad, guys. I know you're really upset about this. 
the, and lame so fucking lame it's so, so dumb. they're like they're going like mickey and alex ryan are trying to dodge her and like trying to find a hiding space and she goes and, like power runs at them and then she slips and falls onto a piece of wood is it i thought she just like ran into a knife like i was like no i think what? it was like a splinter off from one of the chairs she threw okay yeah with she, her mind she basically just runs into a sharp object and kills herself and, like, and then she uh explodes into thin air yeah it's awesome she ex- freaking explodes greta again i want to she even goes down awesome i need a team greta t-shirt uh-huh and the, so they 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 win the day by saying oh look you've only got two minutes to get your ritual done and he's like oh shit shouldn't have told me that because now i know i gotta get it done right now and then they're like haha surprise we stopped the clock when how how did you stop that clock and how and when and then they do like the um the hocus pocus thing where they like open up the windows but instead of being car lights it's real daylight right uh um, yeah. they tricked him it was then, already past the time he couldn't do it anymore and then he explodes like but not explodes he disappears but it looks like microsoft paint ms paint where he's mm-hmm. being erased it's away. really good effects and is what you're saying jack says something to the effect of like lewis always knows how to make an exit anyway and then at the end jack is like oh anyway something about your your aunt and then he's like i always i always was very fond of your aunt probably too fond of her yeah so jack was stooping 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 uh grace so grace was a real deal thing this wasn't just a ploy to um manipulate mickey and and alex ryan so they're cleaning up and then they're like well thank god we have a whole year until another occurrence like this is gonna happen and then jack says in two weeks it's gonna be friday the motherfucking 13th bitches credits holy shit i do wonder does that mean in two episodes it'll be friday the 13th like they're like well not next week next week will just be another boring ass episode or it's just gonna be like a rest of development and never pays off probably next time on that's the episode halloween because it has the apostrophe from friday the 13th the series good job we did it okay i did it morgan do you know what time it is it's not for me to go to work it's not two minutes until it is time for you to work it's not two minutes until the spell destroys us. 30 seconds from Mars. It's time to say something nice. All right, Morgan. I need you to say something. This is going to be hard because I know how much you hated this show, but I need you to say something nice about it. They had strong antagonists. They, the antagonists had a very clear-cut rule to their purpose within mm. the storyline. They were strong. They were interesting and well-cast. So I would say that Lewis and Greta are my thing, my something nice. Good call. I will agree with you and add in everything else. Ew, really? <laughs> Did you no. really enjoy this? Yeah, I like this episode, but <sighs> it wasn't it wasn't like a great episode, but it was fun the entire time. I was this honest to god, when it was over, I was like, "Oh, it's already over." And it's 45 minutes long. I was like, "We're still watching this?" It didn't feel that long to me. Oh my god, I, I, I was, was like, watching the clock. I was the into it. Time. I was into it the whole time. I enjoyed it. Morgan, on a scale of 1 to 5, 
five being super duper Halloween episode that you need to watch every single year because it reminds you of the season so much. And one being that one episode of Full House where Michelle is a pumpkin at the very beginning of the episode and then they never talk about Halloween for the rest of the episode. Where would you put this on a Halloween scale? That's not fair. Um, I guess like a three. Really? That's pretty high. Yeah, I mean, be, well, like you that, would watch it again on Halloween. I wouldn't, but I'm saying for other people who watch, who do what we do, it is. It does have the Halloween vibe to it. <laughs> that was such a firm no. I would never watch this again. <laughs> if you ever put it on TV, I will divorce you, and we're not even married. Jesus. Yeah, I would give it a three as well, but I would watch it again. Would you watch another episode? <laughs> would you watch another episode of Friday Thirteenth the series? No. Uh, yes. Will I watch another Friday the 13th movie? Absolutely. Why? Jason's awesome. Because <laughs> that has nothing to do with the show. Especially that one with Crisp and Glover. That's Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Would I watch another episode? Yes. A lot of that rides on the fact that I own the box set with all three seasons, so I have 76 episodes of Friday the 13th, the series. Have fun with that. I've already watched three episodes. I watched the first two and now this one. And it's not great, no, it's not good. But it feels like it feels like Wishbone, but <laughs> um, I don't know what you have negative to say about that. Wishbone's no, great. Wishbone's great, but with worse actors. But with horror stuff, the actors aren't that of. bad. They're really not good, though. All of them. What about Jack? Jack's fine. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> what else do we do for time to recommend something? Is that what happens? <laughs> This is your it's show. Been, it's been a while. I'm very sleepy. Morgan, recommend something you do like. Oh, shit. I was not prepared for this. Okay. Speaking of spooky things, um, I'm going to recommend a television show. Okay. So the second season just came out. I know people have the real issue with the first season, and they have an issue with the podcast that it's based on. But Lore uh, just returned to Amazon Prime this past weekend. Um, for those of you who hate Aaron Menke and his voice and his cadence, guess what? Good news. So far, it seems like they've cut Aaron Menke completely out of the equation. Yeah, that is pretty mean. I was like, I was thinking about like from his perspective where they were like, like, this is we're, my- com- we're coming back for season two. And he's like, sweet. And they're like, we don't want you. Yeah, though. you suck. <laughs> Again, I think it's fine. He's going for an effect that I could see being upsetting to people. It's obnoxious. I don't like his cadence, but it still makes me sad because it's his thing. It's his fucking show. So the whole premise of the show, if people don't know, is uh, each episode is is taking like a very famous lore or not. Maybe sometimes not even a famous lore. I mean, on the TV and, show, it's usually famous ones. Yeah, exactly. Within the podcast not so much but yeah so famous folklore so for instance like the the lore around fairies kind of like tracing it back to where we have not even sometimes the origin but like really where it it explodes into into like a a zeitgeist kind of phenomenon right um the first episode of this new season is on burke and hare which is one of my favorite stories um so check it out lore what do you think of the second episode are you recommending something you only watched one episode? I watched of? the first season and I loved it. Okay. Fair. Um, I'm going to recommend... Also, I love the podcast. Continue. I don't need your attitude. <laughs> I'm going to recommend... I'm going to recommend Friday the 13th parts 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, X, Freddy vs. Jason, and I guess the remake. You're going to recommend Freddy vs. Jason? Sure. I mean, I rec- apparently I recommended Friday the 13th Part 5, too, which is also really, really bad. Okay, I, I'm going to amend this. I recommend Friday the 13th Part 1, 
two, three, the final chapter, Jason Lives, part six, and yeah, the New Blood, part seven, um, I guess. What about him taking Manhattan? Yeah, I just rewatched that one and it was better than I remembered. So you know what? Go ahead and watch that one. Then after that is Jason Goes to Hell. Take or leave that one. Jason What's X. What's the one where? Space Jason. Space Jason. <laughs> Welcome to the Space Jason. It's like Everyone Space Station, but it sounds like Jason. Um, what's space the one where the, the gentleman in the wheelchair gets super murdered? Yeah, that's part two. That's my favorite one. That's that's a really great track and shot. Uh-huh. And I, that whole movie is really awesome, even though Jason is he's the baghead Jason, not hockey mask Jason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I recommend watching all the Friday 13th movies, but only if you like really dumb slasher movies. If you don't, you probably won't enjoy them because that's pretty much all they do. If you like boobs. If you like boobs, you'll probably have a good time. They're in most (laughs) of the Friday the 13th movies. Uh, Also, if you like machetes. Oh, yeah. We got machetes. We got machetes. We got camp counselors. We got Corey Feldman, kind of. In part four. Yeah. Um, And Kevin Bacon. You know what? Good moms. Got a good mom in this. Because she loves her son so much that she mm-hmm. would murder. Mm-hmm. That's good, mom. All right. Uh, yeah. So this is our second to last episode of our Halloween season, and I'm sad we only have Do one. Do you want to tease the next one? I mean, I already told them straight up what it was. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you might have some nightmares on Elm Streets, a TV show version of that. Good job. It's called Freddy's. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do Freddy's Nightmares next week. And I think that's going to be a good one to round out the season. I've never seen it, even though I love Nightmare on Elm Street. So I'm kind of curious to see what it is. It's hard to find. So that's why I've never seen it. Anyway, listen to all the podcasts that are doing all the horror. All the horror. Follow at all the horror. Listen to all the old episodes. We did a couple. You might have heard of. And I think work life and balance put together like a calendar of each yeah. day too, right? Yeah. If you want to, if you want to see like every episode that's dropped for it, do that. And listen to all the awesome indie podcasts. Do you have anything particular you want to shout out? Um, not. I will re shout out uh, Jeremy over at uh, Things I Hate Pod and uh yeah they're doing good work over there seriously listen to things i hate it's super funny i was laughing really hard the other day listening to it so good job jeremy jeremy all the people over there have that good show and carly carlo she carly can have her name (laughs) so listen to that all right i think that's the end of the episode um what do i say listen watch listen to our show watch and listen watch and listen and uh, i'm being lazy so find us on twitter instagram at bad reception pod and you can find us everywhere oh we're on spotify now you can find us on spotify uh if that was holding you back before for some reason we're there now anyway happy halloween i've been maniac mike i'm morgan And that's the end of your life because it's the scary time version of the ending. (laughs) You need to cut it. This is this is too much. That's the end of the podcast. Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye. I just wanted to keep going.
Yeah. People are going to be Mor- like, okay, Mor- bye. Morgan's taking off her headphones. <laughs> Shut down the computer. And that's the end of the podcast. Oh, shit. Where's this chicken video? What? There's this headless chicken monster spotted swimming in the Antarctic Ocean. I want to see what it looks like.